This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 2-19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Come along, how are you? Or should I say, how the devil are you? 
It is day 28 of the transfer window. And it's still quiet down Filbert Street Way. I think what to say that it, well, there's a lot to talk about. To say that it is a quiet news day, uh, as in actual news, it's really busy with the intros. Uh, so with the uh, with the rumours. This is Lester Till I Die TV. I haven't been drinking. If you are watching on your um, favourite uh, platform, whether that be Twitter or Facebook, we thank you. If you can get onto YouTube and give us a subscribe, that would be even better. And if you are listening on your favourite podcast platform, thank you for lending me your ears. This is the Back Pages, the new show. Please, please, if you could be so kind, ask one thing of you apart from subscribing. Please support, please support the companies that support the channel. Leicester lead again. The goals are flowing here now. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. details are in the description below on youtube and it tells you how to get the discounts on the various items please give them all your support so uh yeah let's have a look at the news well what, what goes through here brilliant news josie green signs from Tottenham. Oh, one part of left has made a signing today uh, Orkun Koku, this is training for Feyenoord. Anything happening there? Indeed, the injury update. Yuri Tillerman's latest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Internationals return. But maybe now we'll start to see some movement. De Keltier, choice down to two clubs. Interesting. Wayne Rooney to Leicester City. I kid you not. Wayne Rooney to Leicester City and we'll also be looking at the top 20 worst ever Premier League strikers. Is there a Leicester striker in there? <laughs> and I've just read this and I can't believe this but apparently Leicester wants first midfielder Harry Wings. I can tell you this. Oh, yes, indeed. That apparently is the news. Thankfully, it is on one of the not-so-trustworthy um, sites. But I think that would be a case like Perez. <laughs> is that If we got him, they wouldn't want him back. And that probably says something about him. You know, Tottenham would be happy for him to go. Probably means that we wouldn't probably be best at signing him. So let's get on with the news. Um, evening, Spencer. How the devil are you, sir? Welcome along. Um, 
Hi Terry, how are you? Welcome along as well. Um, all is good at this end. I hope all is good at your end as well. So let's go through all these bits of news, shall we? Because there is a lot to say. Today it's a non-news day. There's a lot to get through. Last night it broke, and I mean it's great news. It's great news. Jamie Vardy makes Leicester City promise and delivers key contract update. Jamie Vardy has revealed he wants to extend his Leicester City contract beyond next summer. Because, of course, he's only got 12 months to go. The 35-year-old is due to see his current deal expire in 12 months um, time, but wants to continue his Leicester career beyond that point. Would you keep him beyond that point? I would. I'm not going to lie. I would definitely keep him. Uh, if he can continue scoring goals in the Premier League and maintain his fitness. I mean, he is 35. Uh, let's be honest with you. He can give some 18-year-old players a run for the money, can't he? I mean, it is. I think it will come down to whether he will be happy with that super sub role. Because I think he will be not playing 90 minutes. And we've not got Europe this season. So hopefully we'll have Europe the season after. And obviously Dak has come into... Um, Complement him and I think slowly replace him. And if Jamie's happy to play that role, then I think you know he he can stay, he can stay definitely. Um, Vardy's been obviously been at the club now for 10 years and has earned himself legend status. Um, he has Vardy is still hungry, however, for more and has confirmed that he wants to stay at the club beyond the summer of 2023. He openly discussed his future when asking about moving to the United States to be more involved with Rochester, New York FC, um, the third tier team he owns. At the end of the day, first and foremost, my priority is Leicester City and it always will be, Vardy told Football Joe. So it's not a not a silly sight. That's what it comes down to, making sure I give my all day in and day out for Leicester and long may that continue. If uh, if nothing, if playing in America is nothing I've considered at all, my priority is Leicester. I've still got another year left on my deal and fingers crossed if I can carry on getting the goals, still playing well and keeping fit, that can be extended to later down the line. Oh, yeah, Jamie. Can you imagine, imagine if Dakar or in actual, have been running the, the, the opposition defence ragged for 70 minutes. Finally, Dak has gone off, because he's not, he's not exactly, you know, a, a slow coach himself, and the defenders are, thank God he's going. <laughs> oh, shit, Vardy's coming on. So, yep, yeah, Jamie Vardy, thank you very much. We would love to have you longer than that. Um, but he's got experience, so he's got the experience in this, you know, in the Premier League that he can give to Dak. He can help Dak... Um, progress, which I think is it's all you know, that's what it's about, and uh, you've got to have experience in there as well. And depending on what his involvement is with Rochester, I mean, yes, he owns it, depending how involved he wants to get, who knows that he might eventually, you know, want to take on a coaching role as a uh, for the strikers, who knows? But uh, anyway, we have made a sign in. <laughs> I know you. I know you're going to say, "Come on, Chris." You know what you've been drinking, and you like you have some of what I've been smoking. But yes, we have made. <laughs> we have made a a, a signing. Serious man, you cannot be serious. 
Yeah. LCFC women have swooped for Wales international Josie Green. Yes. Who are you? <laughs> I'd never heard of her, but then again, obviously, this is women's football. Um, but she, the Tottenham player, a Tottenham player, Wales international midfielder Josie Green has made the switch to LCFC women following six years with Tottenham Hotspur, subject to league approval. Uh, she's 29 years old. Um, and I say she joins us after six years. Um, she's been a regular in the Barclays Women's Super League for Spurs since their promotion as quadruple winners in the 16-17 season. Um, Catcher was captain of the side in 2020 um, and made 15 appearances for Spurs last season, scoring once and helping the team to fifth place in the Women's Super League. Um, she's not sure, I'm not quite sure what position um, she's playing, but um, like I say, she's an international. And can I just, I'm just going to say this actually, when I, while I'm on, uh, the topic of women's football because later on tonight 7.45 there is a watch along for Northern Ireland versus Norway um, which is in our in England's group uh, we did the watch along yesterday for England versus uh, Austria and I put the link in the Facebook group now I, I guess every club every club has the Nitanthal fans uh, but the, the comments that were going up about it um, and I don't think they watched it because they said it was a boring match. It was far from boring. And if you think it is boring, then have you watched England men recently? If you've got that sort of opinion of women's football, please, please leave the group. It saves me having to kick you out. And I think you, you're just uh, you're just brain dead. Uh, I think you are an ostrich. <laughs> you want the truth? You want the truth? You can handle the truth. So we have got a player that we have been linked with uh, in the guise of, sorry, I should say, say welcome to Josie Green, to Leicester City Women. We hope you have great success and enjoy your time here. Um, Oaken, uh, Oaken Koku from Feyenoord. Now, what is happening with him? I mean, Feyenoord had just sold a player um, to a Premier League team. Um, it might be Fulham, actually. Feyenoord have confirmed that Leicester City-linked midfielder Orkin Koku has left their Austrian training camp as they prepare for the new season. Prepare as they prepare for the new season. Um, City were first linked with the move for the 21-year-old back in January last year, uh, with reports that a loan bid was made for the midfielder. Uh, however, a move to the King Power Stadium never materialised, but the club are maintained. Uh, how are said to have maintained their interest in the player. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is keen to add to his central midfield options this summer, especially given the uncertainty over the future of Yori Tielemans <laughs> and fringe players Hamja Chowdhury and Babaku Samari. Um, so, I, I mean, I think we've... I think we've, we've Samari might be going out on loan. I think Hamja's going. Pep Papa Mendy could be going. So, you know, he's been one of the key players for Feyenoord as the Dutch side made it to the final of the Europa Conference League last season, uh, losing to Roma in the final. And of course, they should have been playing us, but hey ho. Uh, he played a total of 51 games in all competitions, scoring nine goals. The midfielder was in Austria with Feyenoord as the club undergo a pre season training camp 
but an update from the club on social media uh, confirms that the player has left the camp early. It says due to illness. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, illness, I don't know. I don't know. But um, is, is he coming to sign? Is it a sign that he's coming? This is Leicester. Let's not read too much into it. Um, Wilfred Indeedy. Yes, indeed, it provides an injury update as Leicester City prepare for first pre-season game. Uh, Nigerian midfielder has not played since March after sustaining a knee injury against Rennes that required surgery and ruled him out for the rest of the season. He's in a much better place, it says, following a serious knee injury. Um, did plenty of work during the off-season, spending time in Dubai for a week of warm weather training. Oh, it's a hard life, isn't it? <laughs> I need training. I need it to be warm. Turn the heating on. Mind you, she said that with the cost of heating these days. It's probably cheaper to fly to Dubai and <laughs> stay there. Um, so, indeed, he told LCFC TV, I've been working my way back. I went away for two weeks and came back early. The body's really adapted to it. It's good for me. I'm in a much better place. And, of course, we've got our first game coming up at the weekend when we play Knott's Forest, who, of course, as anybody knows, is the biggest team in Nottingham. They are, aren't they? <laughs> Terry, uh, we watched the uh, ladies last night and surprised how open the game was. No diving, etc. was really watchable. It was, Terry. It was. But, like I say, the these knuckle knuckle dragging the handholds that support football clubs can't see it eh, it's not as good as men's oh yeah you probably didn't do much probably watched two minutes they'll probably watch two minutes so uh, i'm not too worried about them with any luck uh they'll have been upset because i deleted the posts and that they will leave the group um arsenal oh here we go yuri tillemans <laughs> I mean, how long is this going to go on for? I just, I just want a break. But anyway, Arsenal, to, anyway, he's back now. He's back, I believe, today. The internationals returned. Uh, Arsenal told they're wasting time as Yuri Tillemans' transfer drags on. Um, Arsenal fans are giving their thoughts on the latest reports around the future of Yuri Tillemans and speculation over where the midfielder will play in next season. The future of the Leicester City midfielder remains uncertain, with him having just one year remaining on his deal. Arsenal in the team credited with the most interest for the last few months. Like we say, Arsenal we know were interested in him before he signed for us. Obviously, Benga with his Monaco links. Um... But it's getting silly now. Um, yeah, he's got a year left. Uh, if you're going to start messing about with, well, here's 25 million. We we want we paid nearly 40 for him. We want 30. If you are serious, Arsenal, get off your asses, get your finger out your nose, put a check on there for 30 million, and I reckon it'll be yours. Please, just so we can move on. Plur. Right. Seven Leicester City players return to allow transfers and loans to speed up. <laughs> yeah, right. OK. If you say so, let me just do that. There. If you really do say so. Uh, City welcome back more players. Uh, into pre-season training on Wednesday. 
Uh, we defenders James Justin, Johnny Evans, Toyuncu, and Luke Thomas amongst them. Oh, it doesn't say about Tielemans. I thought he would have been back. Um, so you welcomed a complete back four back <laughs> Justin Evans, Toyuncu, and Thomas. Um, also returning with three promising young players who had been away with England's youth teams. Um, so Toyuncu obviously could be on the way out. No, oh, no mention still about. About me, Mr. T. Um, maybe he's maybe our Mr. T is scared of flying and he's going to be coming back on uh, on a bus. I don't know. Okay, so Del Cab Del Ketelaire. You know, I'm going to have trouble with that. You're going to do that. Let us call him CDK. Okay, let's call him CDK. My wife used to buy all of underwear from CNA. You don't have to ask why. And <laughs> if you're too young to know who CNA are, it's probably just as well. Uh, Leicester City now in two-way Charles Dukeltler transfer CDK transfer battle as lead snub revealed. This is pretty much an old news. I think that it's just being updated. It's that boring that we're starting having to sort of regurgitate old news. He's not interested in moving to Leeds United this summer, apart according to reports in Belgium. Uh, 21 year old has heavily been linked with the move to City since the January transfer window, uh, but we're yet to make an offer. Yeah, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Um, the same can't be said for both Leeds United and AC Milan, who had also shown an interest. You can see it's updated because that bit's not updated. Um, the two clubs are said to have made an offer. Um, according to, um, to, to the club, the club have. To ignore Leeds' offer at this stage, uh, CDK himself is not interested in a move to Ellen Road due to them fighting against relegation last season. Um, the report adds that the report the player is instead convinced about a move to AC Milan. However, the Italian club have offered Bruges just 20 million. That has been rejected straight away by the Belgian side. Is Top still at Leicester? Is he still there? Who knows? Who knows? Right, now, okay, this is where it gets silly. Let me just see, because you're not going to believe me uh, until I bring this up. And I know what you're going to say. I know what you guys are going to say. It's like, it's in the sun. Um, uh, and, I, and I get that. I get that. Uh, and I'm just trying to find it here now. Um UK sport. Let's just see if I can find it. All oh, football. Did you know Ronaldo's gone missing? Who knew? Who knew? Sky Sports have kept it quiet. Um, I I can't find it. I can't find it um, on here. But let me just tell you what this is all about here. Um, well, Chelsea's new kit is out. What's a bit? Yuck. Okay, let me um, let me tell you what this is all about. Uh, Wayne Rooney's next club. Okay, so this is the Sun. Yeah. Don't don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> don't 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 just say, "Oh, it's the Sun." Who believes the Sun? I hate that. That winds me up. If you haven't got anything to add to the actual conversation then don't bother. Don't just sit there and go, well, it's from this this paper or this, you know, this source, therefore it's rubbish. 
Um, Mike, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? I hope you're welcome. Can anybody say, by the way, just before I get onto this, is have they, when they see the, um, when they come into the chat, do you get a, a thing come up on the chat uh, with sort of the, the group rules at all? Let me know if, it, if you saw that or you didn't. I'm trying to get that to come up with some rules, uh, just so everybody knows sort of where they stand and uh, does the mods tell you, etc. So let me know. Right, here we go. So Wayne Rooney's next club. Oh. At least um, the best in odds suggests that he could be heading stateside. Maybe that is why. Ah, it, it did work, did it, Mike? Ah, brilliant, mate. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me know. Um, hope it made sense. I hope it made I hope it made sense. So when when he could be going to America, that could be why Jamie Vardy doesn't want to go to America. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so they brought his odds out. And the odds of, um, uh, and Spencer saw it as well, thank you very much. Uh, words and pictures, yes, I had to tick the rules to get into the chat. Good addition, I like that a lot, well done, yeah. It's just a few things that have happened on uh, channels where I've been a mod um, recently, and then on a channel last night, and I, I didn't see it, so it's not fair for me to comment on the actual thing that happened, but um, somebody wasn't happy with how we're being dealt with. Um, but then again, it's up to the mods and it's up to the whoever's channel it is. And they had every right to do that. And I saw that happen on somebody else's channel, to be honest with you. And I thought, oh, that's good. How did you do that? He told me, and I'm glad it's working. I'm glad it is working. You shouldn't have to do it, but hey-ho, hey-ho. Anyway, so the odds for where Rain Rooney is going. Birmingham says, um, Mike, um, yeah, you do indeed, Mike. You, you, yeah, you know very well. You know very well. Um, Rooney could manage Birmingham. That is an option. Huddersfield. Now, Huddersfield have, I believe, today parted ways with their manager. I don't think they've sacked him. They've parted ways with their manager, which is a shame because he did so well for them. And it might mean that Dan has to review his position in the Huddersfield as winning it next season. So Rooney could well go to Huddersfield. That would be probably a, a good move for him if he stays in this country. But apparently any MSL club is an evens bet for him. And you know what? There's very few, there's very few, um, and this is only broken today, so I'm surprised they haven't got Bournemouth in. Um, it's basically... Every, a lot of Premier League clubs. So Everton are ten to three uh, that you could join them. Um, no, we know the links there, so I mean I, I wouldn't discount that. Uh, Newcastle thirteen to two, really? I mean, take take Rooney over um, Eddie Howe. I don't. Southampton nine to one. Could see that. I think he will go to another club before he goes to either Everton or, or Man United. Uh, Southampton, like I say, 9-1. to one. Leicester City are 9-1. to one. Leicester fans, would you want him? Would you want Wayne Rooney here? Leeds, 10-1, to one, be an option for him. Norwich, 14-1. to one. Manchester United, 16-1. to one. I tell you what, I, I think Wayne Rooney would look at that and he'd go... <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. And obviously, they've just signed 10 Hog. So, why, sorry, 11 Hog. Why would they want him? Uh, Burnley 16 to 1. 
um, Villa 20 to 1 and Bournemouth 20 to 1. All manage all clubs there with managers in situ. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. I wouldn't want him at Leicester. Um, and I know people say, well, you know, he's a good he could be a good manager, blah blah blah. It's the Derby link. I'm sorry. It's like and you know, it's like Everton did not want Benitez because of his Liverpool links. I'm sure Man United fans wouldn't want Pellegrini and without because of the Man City links. So I I just wouldn't want him. Uh ask me again. <laughs> In a few seasons' time, if it's all gone tit up, uh, I might change my mind. But yeah, Wayne Rooney apparently is nine to one with Betfair to be the next Leicester City manager. I think Huddersfield. You heard it here first. I think Huddersfield. Right then, let us. Um, Terry F says when I click on details, it takes me to a page on how to set up a YouTube channel, but nothing about rules. Oh. Oh, that is strange. Um, you have come via Facebook, though. Uh, but words and pictures, Spencer and Mike, you all had to tick a box to get in, which basically laid the rules down, hopefully. Maybe it is a YouTube thing. Right, so um, this was interesting. Um, and this was, let me just let me just find this now. I'm going to I'm going to try and again share this. I couldn't share that one from the sun, so let's just see if I can. Um, oh, Rebecca Vardy's back in court. Super duper duper. Um, yeah. Do you know this is so annoying? Because wherever it was earlier, and they've moved it, and you can never find anything. Um, bloody hell. Honestly, Daily Mail, Sun, no oh, shite, aren't they? Um, Dailymail.co.uk forward slash sport. Right, let's just try. If not, I have to read them out to you. Um, but they've actually got the 100 worst strikers in Premier League history. And I'm only going to do the top 20. Otherwise, we'd be here till Kingdom Come. Um, and no, the mail goes... Go shove it where it's not there. Honestly, bloody useless, these newspapers. Bloody useless. No wonder people aren't reading them anymore. Um, so let's have a look at who are the 20 worst strikers. I'm sure you've all got your... Um... Yeah, I will do, Mike. Don't worry, we'll have a chat. Um, in fact, stay on afterwards if you want and uh, we'll have a chat. Uh, on, on, and I'll tell you how to do it. So, who do you reckon the twenty worst strikers are ever? I said they've got a hundred on the on the Daily Mail, but I'm going to give you I'm going to give you twenty. Uh, in fact, I might still be able to get it up. Um, here we go. Actually, yes. Right. Okay. So share. Share screen. Is your favourite striker in there? That is the question. And the chances are yes. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. So, 
let me move this around let's go to this there we go and let's go to here we go so let's go to here so let me know if you agree or disagree as we go through with the 100 worst um I think you could be pressing the wrong link, Terry. Uh, you click learn more. Um, there should just be a box that says you accept the rules. Um, I don't know what you're doing, Terry. I really don't know. Right, so the 100 worst strikers. Here we go then. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. Number 20, Roberto Solado. Uh, when Tottenham sold Gareth Bale and spent £109 million to replace him, hopes were placed in Roberto Salado to shoulder the burden. I remember him. I remember him. The Spaniard had enjoyed three lethal seasons with Valencia and was a proven talent in front of gold. Uh, but to the tune of £26 million, Andrew Villa's boss could be forgiven for expecting more than four of the six goals in his first season to come from the penalty spot. Oh dear. 19, Joe. Uh, 18 million Man City splashed on him, uh, a Brazilian striker in July 2008, uh, but in a month he was on a hiding to nothing. Uh, Abu Dhabi Investment Group completed a takeover of the club that transformed them overnight into the richest club into world football. Bobino joined and the rest is history. Bobino, wasn't he the one that thought he was signing for Manchester United and signed for Manchester City? <laughs> Um, yes, he was, Mike. I think he was. Um, and let's uh go to 18 Yaya Sanago. Uh, Yago Sanago perfectly sums up the recent past of Arsene Wenger's Arsenal reign. Picked from the French League, he was a relative unknown, but Wenger believed he was investing in potential. He was severely mistaken. Uh, he was eventually released by Wenger in his last summer, and we were unlikely to see him in England ever again. Uh, Sean Dundee. Not Crocodile, Sean. Uh, joint managers are never a good idea, and it's their lack of joined-up thinking that led Liverpool to spend £2 million on Sean Dundee in 1998. Sean Dundee at number 17... Uh, seeking cover for Michael Owen, Gerald Hulia and Roy Evans settled on the South African-born German striker. After claiming he was as fast as the English striker upon his arrival, hopes were high that uh, they had unearthed a gem. Three late-season substitutes appearance later, he was back in Germany with Stuttgart. Oh, dear. Uh, Grezord Raziak um, from Poland. And he went to, well, he went to Derby, say no more. But then... That prompted Martin Joel to take a punt on the pole on deadline day, August 2005. Uh, but within six months, he had proven to be totally out of his depth. Southampton signed him on loan, made the deal permanent, and once again he flourished in the lower leagues. Two years later, he returned to the Premier League with Bolton as Nicholas Anelka departed for Chelsea. Somehow it didn't work out. Um, Kesman is number 18 um, uh, from Chelsea. Uh, 5.3 million, 
it's amazing when we look at these prices and we think five three in those days it was really expensive it was famed as a close-range poacher in holland but girlie got a chance to show it in england thomas brolin my god uh the man who sunk a miserable england at euro 92 arrived on these shores from swindon three years later uh Wilk howard wilkinson well saying no more felt this week could work in tandem with tony Eboa up front and obviously he didn't um Bosco Balaban, Aston Villa, 5.8 million, number 13, released in 2003 and went on to Bruges. And he only made nine appearances in two and a half years, and seven of those were as a substitute. 12, Vincent Janssen, uh, desperate to for a striker to take the pressure off Harry Kane, Tottenham spent 17 million to bring in the Dutch international. He scored six times in all competition, with four from the penalty spot. Dear, dear Tottenham. Cisco at number 11. The mystery of Cisco's time at Newcastle is perhaps summed up by the fact he was seventh choice, seventh, seventh choice behind Michael Owen, Oberfemi Martins, Mark Viduka, Peter Lovengrans, Shola Amobi, and Andy Carroll. Let's face it, if you're behind Andy Carroll in the pecking order as a striker, that says it all to me. <laughs> that says it all. Uh... Mike says Sadongo was atrocious, he was awful, he's agreeing. Uh, yeah, well, Facebook user, uh, that's still Terry. You could well be very happy. You could be get you could be guessing that right. You could be guessing that right. Uh we'll, we'll do the top ten straight after this. Leicester till I die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Okay, Mike, let me try and just quickly send you this link. Um, there we go. Right. So let's go to the top 10, shall we? God, is this exciting stuff or what? Okay, so number 10. Okay, where do we go? Number 10. Eric Meyer. Uh, despite... Despite being one of the most limited strikers in Liverpool history, Eric Meyer is remembered fondly by club supporters. Spent just one season at Anfield, scored twice in the same game, a Worthington Cup win over Hall, Hull, and just ran around a lot. Oh, haven't we all seen one of those? Uh, number nine, Ricky Van Wolfswinkel. Yes, good old Wolfswinkel. Norwich, Norwich uh, displayed their growing financial muscle by spending 8.5 million on Ricky Van Wolfswinkel in 2013. He scored on his Premier League debut but failed to find the back of the net again. By April, he had managed only eight shots on target and ended the season with 25 appearances as Chris Hutton's slide side slid back into the Championship. Uh, his best moment came late in the season away at Fulham when a no-look pass to absolutely no one. <laughs> Sarcasm. Uh, number eight, Andreas Cornelius. Premier League noise. New boys. Cardiff smashed their transfer record for paying eight million for him in 2013. He was only 20. with only a year of goal scoring behind him at Copenhagen. Um, the transition to England was steep. Uh, Basically, the club that that summer, uh, 2014, club owner Vincent Tan launched a fresh investigation into his signing, believing the club paid too much and instructed lawyers to take a detailed look into the transfer. Oh, now then, here we go. Constanosis Mitgrolu. That's not easy for me to say. 
Cornelius at Cardiff, <laughs> shambles. Uh, words and pictures, I'm enjoying these words. Strikers. Melina, hello, good evening. How the devil are you? Hope you are well and feeling a bit better. Uh, Wolfswinkel says, words and pictures once heard, never forgotten, and never repeated as well. Never repeated as well. Uh, we're getting down to the top uh, the, to the to the top spot, but number seven, Fulham were desperately battling relegation. And in January 2014, they agreed 12 million fee with Olympic car costs for the Greek striker. He may have been the record fee holder, but he appeared only three times due to a variety of injury, fitness, and form issues. In August, he returned to Olympiacos on loan and was promptly back to scoring in the Champions League with the winner against Atletico Madrid, no less. Isn't that sod's law? Number five, Victor, Victor Anichibi. Uh, 12 seasons with Everton, West Brom and Sunderland. Between 2005 and 17, the Nigerian scored 27 times in 197 appearances, which means he scored roughly once every seven or eight games. In 12 years. The longevity is to be admired for Anchibi became the greatest great survivor, somehow remaining a Premier League striker. Uh, despite all his shortcomings, he made Bambi on ice look graceful. <laughs> Number five, Alfonso Alves. Uh, he's become a warning from history that in infu the infutable proof that you cannot trust any football that happens in Holland. Middlesbrough smashed their transport record by spending £12.5 on the Brazilian. And although his goal return was not necessarily that bad at 10 goals in 42 games, he has become a figure of fun in the intervening years and a symbol of that Borough side which got relegated in 2008, uh, 2009. I do believe that was also the season they lost two cup finals, one of which was to Leicester. Oh, God, here we go. Stefan Guivarche. France proved that you don't need a striker to win the World Cup when Stéphane Grivarch toiled on his own to no reward throughout their triumph in 1998. Kenny Dalglish was to see something in the other uh, striker who had enjoyed success in his own country when he paid when he paid three and a half million to bring him to Newcastle. Uh, he made a bright start, scored in his debut against Liverpool, but then Dalglish was sacked soon after. Rude Hollett arrived and promptly got rid of him in November. That, that's bad luck, isn't it? That is bad luck. Um, I actually thought Annie Chibi was decent. Looking at those figures, he didn't look too bad, did he? Um, Alfonso Alves, again, I thought he was decent for Borough. I, I thought he was. We are uh, into the top three. Who is in the top three? Let us have a look. And at number three. No! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. Our one and only AD Bad Akin Bad Boy. What? <laughs> we are Britain's got talent. I'm building up the suspense here. Uh, AD Akin Badby. Well, Wolves saw us coming and we had Peter Taylor as a manager. Put those two bits together and we get AD Badby. That said, if you look at the guy behind him in this picture here, Trevor Benjamin, he wasn't much better. 
looking at that body though would you go up and tell him he wasn't very good <laughs> no um <laughs> i remember we went to burnley because i lived in burnley and i went to watch leicester play and because it, it was in Burnley, I had my Leicester shirt on and then a T-shirt on over it. And as he walked out, there was a changing room to go to the um, to, to, to go to his car. I literally top up and showed him the Leicester shirt and then ran very quickly, very, very quickly. I wasn't going to argue with him. Uh, Emil Heskey left for Liverpool for 11 million in 2000. Adiakin Bai was lined up as replacement at five and a half, our most expensive signing at the time. Uh, after a decent enough return of nine goals in his first season, he hit rock bottom in his second as Leicester hurtled toward, back towards Division 1 or the second tier, uh, just to clear things up. Uh, in a 4-1 defeat by Liverpool in 2001, he missed three sitters and was booed by his own fans. And he didn't just miss them, he skied every single one. Um, he broke his duck with the winner against Sunderland, after which he ripped off his shirt to show his bulging biceps. Yeah, I'd, I'd, would you like to be the, <laughs> the referee that goes up and gives him a yellow card? Um, he declared it as a turning point before scoring only one more in the campaign. Oh, and there's Andy Impey on the right as well, won't me? Um, <laughs> in bad by. Yes, he certainly was. Uh, but in fairness, he, he did well at Wolves in the Championship. He did very well at Bournemouth in the Championship. Uh, he just isn't and never was, I'm afraid, a premiership player and i think i did feel a bit sorry for him because like i say we had peter taylor as the manager and any player that was trying to play decently under peter taylor yeah well <laughs> you know what i mean um number two ali dyer good job he didn't marry mrs ria oh come on come on that <laughs> Off the top of my head, that wasn't bad. <laughs> no, never mind. Let's move on. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the striking flop to end all striking flops. Allegedly cousin of World Player of the Year, George Weyer. Graham Soonis was hoodwinked into bringing him to Southampton. I really love this story. He should be number one. He should be number one. Um he joined in November 1996, made one solitary substitute appearance in place of Matt Letizier before suffering the ignominy of being substituted himself. He had no discernible skill and was utterly out of his depth. He was released two weeks into his contract. Mystery conspiracy theories and anecdotal evidence have followed Deer around every since, ever since his one appearance in this top flight. Who was he and, and where and how did he get to where he was? He briefly turned out for Gateshead before disappearing into the unknown. So Ali Deer, Ali Deer marries Mrs. Rhea. The only difference between him and Diarrhea is that Diarrhea continues to run. <laughs> oh, Mike, who is number one? Are you ready? Okay, number one, no more adverts. J Josie Altidori played 20, 70 Premier League games for Holland Sunderland. He scored a grand total of two Premier League goals. After a fairly non eventful loan spell with Hull in 2009 to 10, 
He returned to England in 2013 after a prolific few years in the Dutch league with AZ. Sunderland, managed by Paolo Di Canio, spent £6 million on the US international and he repaid their faith with one strike in 42 league games. Altidori <laughs> looked big and strong, like anything could hit him and stick. He should have been a colossus, he just wasn't. Clumsy on the ball and wide in front of goal, it was the worst of combinations to spearhead a struggling Sunderland side battling relegation. He left for Toronto in January 2015 with a strike rate of one goal every 35 games that few Premier League strikers can hope to rival. Do there we go. Doe's Altidori there. The, the worst ever Premier League striker. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable indeed. I would have had... Uh, off Mr. Mr. Dyer at number one, but there we go. Anyway, that is your your top twenty worst strikers. Get over to the Daily Mail uh, dot football, and you will be able to see the hundred to to eighty. Um, <laughs> yes, one goal every thirty five games. Okay, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, I think this comment, Mike, was uh, uh, sorry, words was made before. Uh, you, you you heard me say that. Although Mike doesn't think he was awful either. When I saw the name come up, I didn't think he was. I tend to remember him as being a, a, a decent player. But when I read the write-up, he wasn't, was he really? So, it's the news. We are coming up at quarter to eight tonight. We are going to be watching uh, Norway versus Northern Ireland in the Women's Euros. Uh, it's an eight o'clock kickoff. We will be here at quarter to eight Mike, who is obviously might not be joining us because he's a big Austria ladies fan and he's he's just been in tears all day. He has been in tears all day. Um, yeah, he hasn't, but you know what I mean. So we're going to be back then at 7.45. If you're watching on YouTube, please, please give me that uh, subscribe. I would really appreciate it. We are covering all the Euros. Don't forget the companies that sponsor us. Uh, you're talking about 3retro.com. Three, um, three They'll do all your club and uh, international uh, retro kits. Uh, you get 10% off your gaming accessories at faithfulgrips.co.uk. They, uh, you have to quote a, co quote a code, which is in the YouTube description. Intro and outro videos for just $6, which is just short of a fiver, uh, introchamp.com. And if you want some Lester Till I Die merchandise, you can get 5% off by becoming a gold member. Um, and he word said, I agree, number one. I would have said so, just fact that he only played the one game and it was a it's a fantastic story it is a fantastic story so what um what was the news was there any news for leicester city well when you come to think that was probably more exciting when we were doing the uh, 20 worst strikers probably not probably not but um the news just to run through it jamie Vardy wants a contract extension beyond his 12 months uh, Josie Green signs for Leicester City women from Tottenham. She was captain at Tottenham. Uh, Orkun, Orkun Koku. This is training for Feyenoord. They say it's because of illness and sickness. Um, but is he coming over? Is he? Is he? You know, coming over to Leicester to do a medical? Who knows? Indeed, he should be due back. Um, probably getting a game. Looking like it at Knox County this weekend uh, in our first 
pre-season friendly and it's nice to be playing the top team the top team in Nottingham there um, we're going to ignore your Killermans because you just want to read the story whichever paper you click on Sky say he's staying and signing the year's extension Gonna say he's going to Arsenal and it's the same company uh, all our internationals have returned except Yori by the look of it the uh, Gautier uh, down to two clubs. I think he wants to go to AC Milan. He's been linked with him for a long time. I do not think he's coming. Wayne Rooney to come to Leicester as a manager? It isn't gonna happen. And we've just seen who the top 20 worst ever strikers are. <laughs> Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. Subscribe. Like, follow, and join in now. If you are coming back, we will see you at quarter to eight for the watch along for the women's football. Uh, if not, we will see you tomorrow night at nine o'clock for the debate. And it's going to be, I think, a good debate. Uh, taking the knee and all the um, rainbow laces, etc. Has it made any difference? Has it made any difference to? Um, racism or homophobia in football. I say it hasn't, looking at the at the, uh, at the latest reports, but we will see. Nine o'clock tomorrow, we'll be discussing that on this channel. Thanks to everybody that joined in the chat, words, Terry, um, Mike, etc. And um, I will see you later, hopefully. Take care, stay safe, and remember, whatever you do, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.